who set that explosion off? That as they're like walking by, oh my God. That was a rough part of the movie to watch. Would you, are you like, are you idiots going down in this basement of this building oh. because you heard an explosion and a shadow and all? What? Get out of there. I, Call the police. No. Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a lifelong Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, and I gotta say shout out to the Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group because they really helped me get up to speed with the Hannah Swenson mysteries. All right. Speaking of which, today we are discussing Carrot Cake Murder, which originally aired on the Hallmark Channel on Friday, May 19th. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram. We are Girls Gone Hallmark and Megan and Wendy. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, jump into our Facebook group, search Girls Gone Hallmark. I'll also leave a link in our show notes if you want to jump on in. I have a couple quick Hallmark news and note bits of information. Tell me. First, it has been revealed that we know that this movie ended on a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. But never fear. The next movie in the series has already been committed to. It may have already been shot. I mm -hmm. kind of think they filmed them back to back. Mm -hmm. For release later this year, it is Zest for Death, the next Hannah Swenson mystery. I like that title. I do too. So anyone who was worried that we would have a mystery 101 situation on your hands, fret not. What I've understood is that... The series used to be called Murder, She Bakes, right? Yes. And then they rebranded it because of something with, like, executives who've left the channel. Mm. I don't fully understand the details, and nor do I really care. However, she had also said in an interview is that there's so many books because the series is based oh, off yes. books. And they felt that going in the direction of, like, Carrot Cake Murder a Hannah Swenson mystery, like they can make so many more. Mm -hmm. So I would be surprised if they're going to like wrap up Mike and Hannah yeah, in let the next us, movie. Let us know what you know. Somebody knows more than us. Email us, meganandwindy at gmail.com. Or hop into our Facebook yep. group. Speaking of love, Jake Foy, one of the stars of Ride, he plays Tough. He got engaged recently to his longtime boyfriend, Nicholas LaTraverse. And if you have not seen the Instagram photos of the engagement, they're... Real beautiful. Maybe really? like a little weepy. Oh, yeah. They got engaged in Banff, which is oh, absolutely beautiful. I want to go there. Me too. We tried to go this summer. Everything sold out. Yeah, you have to schedule way in advance yeah. there. Yeah. It's yeah. fancy. It's fancy and nice. Mm -hmm. And lots of fun things to do. Hey, I have a question for you. I know Showbuzz Daily does not have the numbers out yet yeah. at the time of recording. I am very curious to know how this movie did on Friday night because, yes. one, I forgot it was on Friday night. Yes. Thanks to the Facebook group for talking about it because I completely forgot. Uh -huh. Friday night came and went and I was like, oh, dang it. Anyway, the second thing is that the Jane Mysteries did poorly. Terribly, right? Yes. So I'm curious to find out how this one fared. Yes, I 
checked multiple times for the same reason. It's not out as of the recording, as you said. From a reviewer standpoint, mm-hmm. I like that it's out on Friday and then it's available to me all weekend mm-hmm. to go back in and rewatch. Yeah. But I can understand that maybe that would not be great for viewership. It'll be interesting to see because they are doing the same thing for their June mysteries. Yeah. But what I'm really curious about, so last week's Jodie Sweetin movie, that was a new mystery franchise. Right. If it becomes a franchise. Mm -hmm. Hannah Swenson is an established franchise. The next two are kind of established franchises, right? So we've got the Aurora Tea Garden prequel, Mm -hmm. different lead actress, but based on an existing IP. And then we have The Dancing Detective, a new mystery series, but with a couple that's well-known and loved. Right. So will all of that project them to better ratings? Perhaps. Or will Hallmark pull an Audible and change their minds? Because they have published schedules before and then just gone in and moved things around. Made things change. Yeah, I'm curious to see how it plays out. Same. You ready for a synopsis? I am. Hannah Swenson, everyone's favorite crime-solving baker, is back on the case when the discovery of a skeleton in an old building sparks a murder investigation. Starring Allison Sweeney, Cameron Matheson, Gabriel Hogan, and Barbara Nevin. This movie was written by Melissa Sammons. She has 13 previous writing credits, including A Magical Christmas Village, starring one Allie Sweeney, Murder, She Breaked, Just Desserts, and The Irresistible Blueberry Farm. More impressively, she has written over 115 episodes of the soap opera Days of Our Lives, 144 episodes of One Life to Live, as well as more for Young and the Restless, As the World Turns, and Guiding Light. Kind of bananas, right? She's a lot of writing. Turn out a script. And all of these movies, well, the three you named are Ali Sweeney movies. Yeah. Maybe they just like working together. Mm-hmm. I always find that so interesting. I guess when you're Ali Sweeney and you have some clout at Hallmark, you can be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm coming back for a Hannah Swenson, but I want that writer and I want this director. Director Pat Williams has 40 directing credits, including another Hannah Swenson movie called Sweet Revenge. That's from 2021. Have you ever, you have not gone back and watched any of the Murder, She Baked slash Hannah Swenson? None. I watched the very first one and I liked it a lot. The very first in the series? In Murder, She Baked. Okay. And I liked it. It set the tone really nicely for me. We'll talk more about it, but it might be if you're in a hallmarky mood. Mm. Something to consider. Well, I got to tell you, it's a little confusing because Mm -hmm. they have like the Murder, She Baked And then they had Sweet Revenge, which I think is along this line Mm. in the new name, Mm. under the new names. So I didn't know that those two worked Mm. together. I see. Anyway, as someone who doesn't know, like, I think you need to know, like, what the start of it is. Sure. Watch them in order. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because in addition to the murders, you've got the personal storyline going on back and forth. Oh, between like Mike and sure. Hannah and yeah. Norman. Yeah. Triangle. Okay, we'll get to that. Allison Sweeney plays Hannah. We saw her last as Tracy in the Wedding Veil trilogy earlier this year. She also stars in Love on the Air, a movie that we will be reviewing as part of our 2023 summer podcast series starting next week. Yeah, starting May 30th. That's correct. Question mark. That's right, right? Oh, yes, with Mystery 101. So Mm -hmm. all the Palaha fans need to give it a listen. Get ready, sleuthers. 
Yes. Uh, Cameron Matheson plays Mike. Matheson has been absent from the Hallmark Channel for a bit as he's been filming movies for Gaff the last two years. Welcome back, Cameron. That's all I'm going to say about that. Barbara Niven returns as Dolores Swenson. She has an impressive 103 acting credits, including last year's Christmas at the Golden Dragon and 55 episodes of Chesapeake Shores. I really enjoy Barbara Niven. Me too. I like, I like her a lot. I don't know what it is. I, oh, I really love her on screen. Yeah, me too. Gabriel Hogan plays Norman. He's also starred in the Hannah Swenson movie Sweet Revenge, as well as 94 episodes of Heartland as Peter Morris. I'm not familiar with, with Heartland or Gabriel Hogan. No, me either. But I have good things to say. Oh, nice. Yeah. This movie is based, as mentioned earlier, on the book series by author Joanne Fluke. This movie was filmed in and around Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, um, mid-February through March. Of this year. Of this year. So I would, I bet you're right. I bet they did film these back to back. Yeah, they've got the cast already yeah. there. They've yeah. got that bakery set yeah. up and ready to go. I got notes about that, too. Well, speaking of which, what's your first impression? Oh, uh, my first impression is I have mixed feelings about Cameron Matheson. Oh, my first impression is, damn, I want an M&M cookie. You know, that is so funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. I find those cookies to be too sweet. Oh. <laughs> and I, when they were eating them on screen, I was like, those are too sweet. So it's so funny that you mentioned oh, it. I noticed I clocked it twice. Once when she's setting up the bakery tray and she puts a whole tray of them in there. And then again, they eat one. I love an M&M cookie. What about a deconstructed Rocky Road bar? Sure. I'm into all of that. Everything. <laughs> Super into that. She, those brownies she put out looked delicious. Yeah. 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 Everything. Ooh. All of it, please. Did you think it was kind of cute that everywhere she would go, she would have like a box of I love that. <laughs> so tell me what you liked. A lot. Actually... So I think Allie Sweeney might be my favorite pseudo-detective that we've met. Oh, this year? Yes. Okay. Okay. In these mystery series. And I'm thinking of listeners who are new to the podcast may not know that Wendy and I are fairly new to the mysteries movies. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking of Goldie Mm -hmm. from the caterer movies, Mm -hmm. Curious Caterer. And I'm thinking of Jill Wagner's characters from Mystery 101. And I think I would, like, if I were ranking them, I would go Goldie, then Jill Wagner, and then Allison Sweeney, and her name's Hannah in this movie. I like her as the detective. Well, I'm interested to see, maybe towards the end of the year, how that ranking works out. Because we have so many to come. We have so many yeah. to come. I bet Lacey plays a great detective. Yes. And I'm really interested in the Aurora Tea Garden prequel girl. Yes. We'll have to come back to this discussion. Yes, for sure. What do you think of Allie Sweeney as our pseudo detective? Well, okay. I thought, and it leads into this, I feel like Allison Sweeney and Cameron Matheson's experience on soaps mm. served them well in these roles because they were serious yeah you know melodramatic yeah yes. yeah so i i thought it i i do like her in this role i like this detective because while i enjoy goldie i think sometimes she acts like an idiot which might be part of her charm it might be intentional right they're different i like both i think i enjoy watching because you know i don't like hijinks i think i enjoy watching ali as hannah because there's no hijinks involved. She's like truly trying to figure out the mystery. Yes. And to your point, I wanted to point out 
in that scene where she's on the dock and they do that takedown with the keys. Got it in my notes here. Yes. Am I stealing your thunder No. As that scene was setting up, I was mentally preparing myself for the curious caterer scene Mm. where Goldie's like, look out. Something happens. Yeah. Yeah. And Bozo Tom turns around. Yeah. The detective. But (laughs) she did not flub that. I mean, that looked like a real serious takedown. I have in my notes here that I like the physicality in this movie. Like that kind of acting when she they had this tussle on the pier and he and you it, believe it yes and i believed it and at one point in this movie i'm not a big fan of guns no. but when the guy has the gun on them i was like what am i watching here yeah. like it I, was intense i did think this was one of the more intense mysteries that we've watched I think so without too. veering into the silly yes no silly for me mm. <laughs> put that on a shirt oh i really want to shout out the other cast members is that what yes. I, is that the word i'm looking for it is like i love barbara nevin i know mm-hmm. we already said that she was adorably kooky and funny in this yes. movie loved her gabriel hogan as norman was great thought he was handsome and fellow podcaster mike in our facebook group he mentioned that they could play brothers almost not mike and norman do you know what I'm talking about here? You're talking about Cameron and... Cameron. And Gabriel. And Gabriel. Okay. Looks so alike that they I play, agree. They can play brothers. Agree. Took a minute to get there. Also, Tess Atkins, who plays Sister Michelle, I thought was great as well. Now, do you know the backstory to that? No. That she had a different sister at Murder, She Bakes. Get out. And not only did they... They didn't just recast her. It's like a different character. Oh, so my gosh. some people feel very strongly about that. We do not have the attachment. But some people are not a fan of the Hannah Swenson mysteries in the way they were the Murder, She Baked series. Okay. Well, I'm hoping that I got the actress right. Because on IMDb, as of this morning... Sister Michelle is not listed in this movie. So I went back to another movie and I don't know if I pulled Murder She Bakes or tell me the actress's name. Tess Atkins. Tess Atkins is the correct okay. sister. All right. The other sister is blonde. Okay. I wonder why they changed the actor altogether. I don't know if you know, email us or hop into the Facebook group, but there were some changes made in the changeover mm-hmm. of the series. Mm. I'm going to say something that I have a question. I am a big fan of the love triangle in this movie. Mm -hmm. Question for you. Are you team Mike or team Norman? I don't know enough yet. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know enough. I leaned into the Facebook group because I was like, what's the backstory here? Why does Dolores, the mom, not like Mike? And why is she pushing so hard for Hannah to be with Norman? Like, I needed to know. I really feel like I need to go back and watch all the movies to fully understand this triangle. I think you might. But I'm into it. I enjoy the love triangle. I think it's something that we don't get a lot. And we don't get it in this form. Mm-hmm. When we get a love triangle, we get it in like bad boyfriend or boyfriend who's not right for them or is going to go away mm-hmm. and the new person who is right for them. That's not what's happening here. Right. We've got two people who are both potentially good matches, both good dudes, both have their value. But right. where is she going to live? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Who do you like her with? I am torn, although I'm leaning a little bit on Norman. I just feel like their friendship has a lot of warmth and a lot of comfort. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Now, remind me, because I've watched a lot this weekend. Was Norman with somebody in this movie? Yes. A woman named Diana 
And at one point, Hannah says, oh, is that your Diana? And he says, mm. well, not my Diana yet. So I don't yes. know that it's a You're serious right. relationship, but he is coupled. And I'm wondering if Diana is new to this. I think so. It oh. seemed like she was being introduced. There were some really funny lines in this movie. Mm-hmm. For example, Dolores is talking about hammer pants at one time. Yes. And I thought, does everybody know what hammer pants are? Like, they don't say MC Hammer, right? They say hammer pants. Like, I was a child of the 90s. Of course I know what hammer pants are. Does that fly over people's head, I wonder? I hope not. I love that. It's such a vivid reference to me. Totally. And this is probably like a niche comment between you and I, but she's... Dolores is drinking wine and talking to her two daughters about, about hammer pants. And she says something like, we all wore them, honey. <laughs> and I can't say it how I want to say it, but you know what I'm talking about, I right? I do know who you're talking about. Megan and I love Jeff Lewis Live, and they say honey a lot on that show. Yeah, Megan on that show. Say it for me, Megan. Honey. Yes, it just was so funny. And then she takes a swig of her wine. I just loved it. All-inclusive, honey. Yes. yes that's exactly. a great Thank reference. being able to do it. Uh, I cannot. <laughs> Secondly, another great line, great line. The sheriff is criticizing Hannah to Mike, and he says, is she running around like some podcaster interviewing people? <laughs> and I just was like, how perfect is this writing? Because, of course, there's a podcast for every mystery out there, yes. right? And he just thinks like she's playing. Especially these cold case mysteries. Yes, it was great. Yeah. So great. So, hey, potentially controversial take here. Uh oh I like the cliffhanger. Oh, so did I. Leave me wanting more, especially because I know there's another movie coming, so it's not mm -hmm. going to remain unresolved. I like that. It makes me want to come back. Me too. Definitely. I have two more things that I liked. Okay. And this was a shout to the director. When Hannah realizes that Mike had already told the sheriff that oh, she yeah. was working on it and she's realizing what's happening it's done in slow motion I loved that. it was great right as a viewer uh -huh. it was so nicely done i thought yeah like you're processing it through her eyes yeah and i'm like we just don't get that kind of styling through a no. lot of these movies i just thought it was so good uh -huh. nice choice and finally i loved the relationship between Hannah, Dolores, and Sister Michelle. Yeah. It just was like, oh, that's like such a nice, when you just can hang out and they just talk about stuff and they rib each other. And it just was a nice relationship. I loved watching it. I agree. And not overly saccharine and mm -hmm. not overly contentious. What did you wish for? Okay. So like I said, I desperately needed backstory on this movie. The movie for me doesn't doesn't work as a standalone movie. There's mm -hmm. like way too much tangled up with other stories. Sure. So like I didn't understand the love triangle and who Norman was. And that's on me as a viewer. Sure. Like obviously I need to go back and like understand the whole thing. But I feel like sometimes it would benefit the viewer if they worked more as a standalone because then mm -hmm. anybody could jump in and watch it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be like, oh, no, I have to go back and watch six other movies. Yeah. And, you know, what this movie didn't do, at least it didn't do it in a way that I noticed, is they weren't constantly filling you in on past events via exposition. Right. Which I think we got a lot in the Curious Caterer movies. And maybe because we're so deep into the series. It would almost behoove them to do like a previously on. Right. At the beginning. Like when did Hannah and Mike get engaged? Right. I don't know. Yes. 
Has it been a long time? And they do reference the fact that it's been a long time. Right. She's not planning a wedding, but that's not context that right. we have. Exactly. This might be a me thing as well. I was very tired when watching this movie. Did you fall asleep? No, but was the mystery hard to understand or was I in rough, weak delirium? I think you were in rough, weak delirium, but I agree. I did get a little confused at some points. Mm. A lot of talking about people and names who we didn't see or didn't know well enough to keep track of. Right. And me, I couldn't understand the motive. Like, I still at the end, like, what was the motive of the killer? Well, okay, here's what I think. What we're led to believe is that it was like a fight gone wrong. Mm -hmm. And he hides the body because he's a kid and doesn't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And the father takes the fall. It seemed to me that Hannah and at least Hannah was maybe questioning what had happened because she was even saying, like, I don't really understand why he would do that. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe I'm reading more into that. It just felt like there was there was so much buildup to this relatively little like, oh, it was a fight gone wrong that I hid the body. Right. Who set that explosion off that as they're like walking by? Oh, my God. That was a rough part of the movie to watch would you are you like are you idiots going down in this basement of this building oh. because you heard an explosion and a shadow and all what? get out of I, there call the police no, seriously my notes are like don't go down the stairs put down the tubs when you explore the creepy building they're oh, still yeah, caring yeah. then they go down the stairs then they see someone run what are you doing yeah. it smells like gunpowder and you just yes, keep yes, walking yes he did say into this dark like gunpowder <laughs> Okay, well, who set off that explosion or why did that explosion happen? I don't see, feel this like I have any clarity on that. I don't have the clarity yes. on this mystery. And my streak is broken because for the past two mysteries we've watched, I have guessed oh the murder. This time I had no idea. Again, mildly delirious. Yes, fair. Um, I kind of suspected it was going to be the sun. But again, I didn't understand like the motive. And they were trying to figure it out it just took a lot and i felt like the whole eugene storyline yeah i was like wait is this just distraction because he didn't really play into the final but then this is why his story ultimately makes sense mm -hmm. that was an, another case and i wonder if that was trying to point you to because that was a case of him covering for his brother right and now we've got the father covering for the son oh. which is kind of a poetic parallel sure okay what else do you wish for I didn't understand why Hannah ended her engagement with Mike. Mm. I had to go into the Facebook group again and ask, like, what's the deal here? Did, like, Mike lie to her? Has he historically lied to her? Was she, is that why she was upset? And, and the Facebook group said that she was overreacting, that they don't remember any sort of, like, storyline where Mike has lied to her previously. But in the movie, it was because she felt kind of unsupported, right? Like, he told her he was going to wait to go to the sheriff. Is that enough to end an engagement over? He's an actual detective, Hannah. Hannah, you're a baker. <laughs> he can tell his boss about the investigation that's happening. I didn't feel, A, he shouldn't have made that promise to her about this investigation. Yeah. He's a police officer or a sheriff's deputy, because I guess they're dealing with the sheriff, mm -hmm. right? The sheriff has a right to know information related to the investigation. Of course. Yes. And I wondered, like, as a deputy, do you just tell your fiancé or people you're involved with? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and it's a cold case. You can explore it. I think the sticking point there is that he's the detective, right? Because 
Otherwise, she's just like any other Joe Schmo podcaster who's out here trying to... Who, who can. Yes. Yeah. Uncover the details of this cold case. Now, to be clear, sometimes that works. It's been done. Did you ever listen to In Your Own Backyard? Yes. They arrested that guy and I he's in know. jail. I know. And 20 all, something years later. I know. And all the work, and I can't remember her name right now, but all the work that she did on the Golden State Killer. She died. Patton Oswalt's wife. Yes. Yes. Michelle McNamara. Yes. Good job. And that also led to his arrest. I didn't mean Joe Schmo podcaster. I just meant they don't typically have a tie to law enforcement mm -hmm. where she did to maybe get some of the information right. that she had. Yeah. Man on the street isn't allowed to go sift through rubble and look for evidence. Right. She shouldn't have been allowed to do that either. No. And quite frankly, neither should the detective. Like the forensic team should have been there. Yes. Before the baker was allowed in. Right. Maybe it, Mike's not a very good sheriff's deputy. Maybe he's not. <laughs> maybe he's not. Can we talk about Cameron Matheson for a minute? Okay, please. Okay. So, of course, I'm familiar with who he is. I know he's been on soaps forever, and he had a, a lifestyle television show on Hallmark at one time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Ali Mano on that show? No, I think it was Debbie Matinopoulos. Okay. Anyway, right. I don't know what happened. I think it got canceled. I don't know the story about him. I just know that he is lumped in this group of actors who moved to Great American Family when all those changes happened. Now, I can't find anything online that says he signed an exclusive with them, but he has done a couple movies with them. Okay. And now all of a sudden he's back, like quietly coming back to Hallmark. So I hear you. I have to wonder if Great American Family and Bill Abbott didn't come to these people that he knows from having worked with them and say, look, this is what we can do for you. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at any statement from Bill Abbott and Great American Family PR. And they're killing the game over there. Huge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I could see them being made all these promises. You're not going to get lost in this sea of Hallmark actors. You're going to be one of our leads. You're going to be one of our guys. Mm -hmm. And then as it comes out, what this network stands for and what they're leaning into what they stand for, you get into the nitty gritty of what that means. And maybe there's some regret there. Yeah. And maybe there's not. I don't know. I don't know how Karen, but I do think Hallmark let him come back. Maybe he saw the error of his ways. Maybe he made movies that were acquired by Gaff. Gaff. Whatever they're called. Abbottville. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just think that it would be nice to have some sort of statement from him. Mm. Some sort of humble pie, mm. if you will. I don't know. I believe in the Facebook group, one of the listeners said that Ali Sweeney really had to lobby for him for this movie. Oh. I don't know any facts behind that. I'm oh. just reiterating what I read. So who knows? It would have been weird, though, don't you think, if they made this movie again and then they had a completely different actor in the role of Mike? Indeed. I think he's a really good actor, but I, I'm hung up on this other stuff. So I'm, I don't know how to feel about it. It's perhaps being kept intentionally vague. Maybe. Um, I just want to say that Ali Mano, also Ali Fedadowski was her maiden oh, name. Oh, yeah. She was part of... It was called Home and Family, that mm -hmm. show. Yes, he and Debbie Matinopoulos were the lead hosts, but she was their lifestyle and DIY expert. Got it. Show. Anyway. She was a former bachelorette? I believe Bachelor? She, yeah, she was on The Bachelor and Got then it. The Bachelorette, and now she's married to... Somebody named... Radio Mano. host. Who? Kevin Mano. Anyway, 
That's all I wished for. Me too. I only have one. Did you see that? I have a couple. Sister in this movie, she's got all these photos that she's taken. Yeah. And she goes, I'm going to print some of the best ones and make a carousel for Instagram. What? Instagram's a digital social media platform. <laughs> oh, I didn't even I they're, didn't even catch the print and make them for what? Yeah. They're on your computer. Maybe the line is I'm going to download some and put them on Instagram. And there's an early scene where they are at the bakery and it is full on snowing outside coming down did you notice how many times they talk about the weather i did yeah. notice the snow outside multiple times like this weather is so weird and i wonder mm-hmm. if they threw that in because the weather was actually being weird yes <laughs> maybe i love that the bakery looked like a real bakery working space and not some sort of like set yes it's cute very cute a big space yes i wonder if that's a real bakery space i need to know i liked the bakery and finally When Mike and Hannah are sifting through the rubble, the background music was so loud. I sound like one of the old ladies on IMDb (laughs) who complain about how loud the background music is, but I could not hear their dialogue. Well, as a similar complaint, my closed captioning yesterday kept going to the top of the screen. So it was over their faces. I couldn't concentrate because I was like, is there a way to move the location of the closed (laughs) captioning? So the team old lady right here. All right. So what did you give this movie? 3.75 stars. I gave it four. That was very enjoyable to watch. I, I agree. I'm looking forward to the next one. I think this is a strong team on screen. Oh, I thought you were talking about us. That too. Okay. Hey, next week begins Girls Gone Hallmark Summer Series. As we mentioned, we are kicking it off with our review of the very first Mystery 101 movie. You can see the entire list of movies we'll be reviewing this summer. So you can rewatch them or watch them for the first time on our website, meganandwendy.com slash podcast. Before you go, if you love this podcast, we love your ratings and reviews. Leave us five stars, write a written review in the Apple Podcast app. Makes our whole day, helps other people find us. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.